Hi everyone, I'm Katie Jason, owner of the Better Humans Project. And in my business, I strive to teach people how to help themselves, to be more in control of their own health, to stay away from the doctor's office. And I believe that health is about making smaller, progressive changes over a longer period of time, as opposed to doing very drastic changes in a very short amount of time. And we can go into that some other time. But what I want to talk about today is leaky gut syndrome or gut and psychology syndrome. Uh, this is something that has been heavily researched and something that I've been studying for quite a while. Now, this is also something that has not come from just one source of, of researchers or scientists, but this has come from many different sources. So that's also something that I do look for when I'm going to adopt an idea or a way of living. Because sometimes if one idea or lifestyle comes from one person, not that it's illegitimate, but when it comes from many different sources, that means that people are doing their own experiments and coming up with the same results or similar results. So what I want to talk about is the danger of the macronutrient diet, the diet that is pretty popular in CrossFit. And people think that you can eat anything you want as long as it's within your calories. I think Weight Watchers is like that too, and maybe a few other diets. But so I want to talk to you about that. And then I also just want to talk to you about how leaky gut develops, how to heal it, and um, immunity, basically. So we can start with the macronutrient diet. Now, the macronutrient diet, I think for most people, it's misconstrued in what I said previously that you can eat anything you want so long as it falls under your amount of protein or your amount of carbs or your amount of fat for the day. And that's, that's very false. Calories in does not equal calories out. Okay, because if you're not eating a very high quality meat, meaning if you're not eating meat from animals that have lived a fantastic life, they've lived the way that humans are supposed to live with sun, with, you know, the grass under their feet and with good food that they were meant to eat that is natural for them with low stress um, and no disease, no chronic illness, right? So eating high quality meats like that, um, also eating much more veg vegetables than most people think. So eating a salad at every single meal, which I know seems excessive, but it's really not. Even if you were to eat a huge salad at every single meal, we're still going to be lacking the vitamins and nutrients that we so desperately need. Now, going back to the calories in, calories out, and connecting it to what I just said. Now, if you have leaky gut, 
that means that you have these micro tears in your digestive lining. And if you have this, now your digestion or your, your gut, your intestines, they're going to absorb toxins or potentially dangerous substances and on the flip side they're not going to be breaking down or absorbing the things that they should so let's say somebody who has leaky gut and i know somebody personally who uh, has a lot of digestive issues and this person finds that when they eat vegetables or more fiber they get very severe diarrhea and this is because the gut lining is not breaking down any of those vegetables and it creates creates systemic stress it creates stress on your body because it can't it can't break it down so what we need to do um, is decrease the amount of processed food okay now I know we all have our justifications. I know we all have our things, our foods that we just love to eat. And we look at it and we're like, yeah, but it's so good. Or, but it's Saturday or it's Christmas or I'm on vacation or I just did really hard workout or I just got a promotion or I'm just feeling really good or I'm feeling really bad or somebody upset me, right? So there's so many things that we justify in eating bad food. Uh, and every now and again, that's okay. But see, that's another justification. So when we say, oh, but I, you know, I didn't, I haven't eaten this in such and such a time. Well, a lot of people that that's relative to people. So you can have somebody who says, oh, but I haven't, you know, I haven't had this food in a week. And that may seem like a long time for them, but for somebody else, that may be a very short period of time. So personally speaking, I don't eat fast food. Like I just don't. There's only some restaurants that I will eat from. And every now and again, um, it might be twice a year that I actually will be obliged to um, eat some sort of fast food. And at that point, I'll enjoy it because to me, two times a year is a, a decent amount of time, right? I, I, can, I can deal with that. Um, but anyways, what I'm saying is when this processed food becomes so chronic where it is eaten every week or even every day, um, multiple times a day, that's where the mucus, which is supposed to protect your intestines, starts breaking down and then your intestines are not able to fight anything toxic that comes in okay so when we look at processed food number one i, I you know what we could argue this all day but i'm going to take the stand that it has absolutely no nutritional benefit and i'm going to make a bold statement that you'd be better off fasting and not eating anything at all than eating something that is uh, from a fast food restaurant. And, I, and I'm talking about like severe 
fast, you know, severely processed foods like such as McDonald's or Burger King or any of those, you know, big chains that you see. If we're talking about a mom and pop place, yes, I'm sure that the, the food is still processed, um, but I don't know that it would be as processed as these big names. So once the mucus in the digestive system is destroyed, we now start getting micro tears and now our intestines start absorbing toxins and potentially harmful substances, as I mentioned. Now what happens is these will go into the bloodstream. So let's take gluten or dairy, for example. Now, when, when people who have a, a compromised digestive system eat gluten or dairy, they don't have the proper digestive enzymes. They don't have the proper gut bacteria, or they have an overgrowth of too much of a certain bacteria or yeast, and we can talk about candida in a second, or, you know, none of it at all due to lots of antibiotic use. So when they eat these, these things, they don't get fully broken down, and then it gets absorbed in a larger... So this larger molecule gets absorbed and let's, uh, okay, so um, dairy. Dairy will get broken down, should get broken down into its fatty acids, its amino acids and whatnot, but it actually, it stops being digested beforehand and it gets broken down into casomorphine. And also the same thing for gluten, gluten, uh, gluteomorphine. So if we take that word and we cut that in half, it's morphine. It's a drug. So it's being absorbed by their body as a form of a drug. So when they, they eat it, it, immediately when they eat it, they get these euphoric feelings and it tastes really good. But then afterward, they get that, that crash, that down of a high of a drug and their body is going to react as such. So um, there's, there's that, okay? Now, now we've gone over, you know, how does it, how does it get damaged, right? Eating lots of processed foods, uh, antibi antibiotic use, you could have stress, there's, there's lots of different ways. Now, let's, let's go on to the immunity because it's, it's, there's, there's a few different um, statistics, but it's basically somewhere around 70% of your immunity lies in your digestive system, okay? And when we're eating things that are foreign to our body, like processed food, genetically modified foods, colors, binders, preservatives, flavors, additives, emulsifiers, the list goes on. Those are not natural. Those are made in a lab, and as soon as something becomes unnatural, it is foreign to your body. When something is foreign to your body, it is going to act by way of an immune response. 
You're going to get an immune response when you eat something foreign to your body and you are going to get inflammation, okay? So all of this inflammation is going to happen. You're going to see certain signs and symptoms depending on the person. Some people like myself, when I eat something that is foreign to my body, I will break out in cystic acne, okay? This is not just your little zit from a... Uh, imbalance of bacteria on your skin. This is cystic. Okay, this is this is where what I have eaten has altered how my body is able to metabolize hormonal um, substances, and and then these toxins go flowing through my bloodstream and get deposited in my face, okay, in the form of cystic acne. Now, for everybody, is going to be maybe a little bit different. Some people might have eczema or some sort of skin rash or cellulitis or um, some people might just plain have diarrhea, constipation. Um, other people, it might be more of a central nervous system thing. They get very foggy. They can't think. Um, They get irritable or angry. So there's lots of different things where these, these toxic substances are going to deposit themselves. They're going to embed themselves somewhere. And you really need to embrace that. You really need to understand that when you make your justification, when you, when you are about to eat something, you at least need to be aware that what I'm about to eat is going to become a part of me. Let that sink in. (laughs) No pun intended, okay? But really grasp this. This is so important. Because if you are going to eat something that you know is not good for you, at least be prepared for what it's going to do and have that understanding. When you eat something foreign, you're going to have an immune response. It is going to manifest itself as a sign or a symptom. And it's going to become a part of you. Wherever it deposits itself. Okay? And same thing for like heavy metals. So there's a lot of cookware. There's a lot of foods even. I mean, we live in a polluted environment where our air has arsenic and cadmium and different very toxic heavy metals. Uh, Aluminum, in fact, deposits itself uh, in your brain, which with if you look at all the research now, it's pretty clear that uh, aluminum toxicity will lead to Alzheimer's. So it deposits itself in the brain, the kidneys, the stomach, the liver, um, the muscles, Yeah. And so when we look at all these things, they, again, they become a part of you. So when you are ready to take the step into uh, eliminating processed foods from your body, just realize that it's going to take time. Okay. Our, now our digestive system, the microvilli, they repair themselves every four to five days. And so that's, that's, that's good news. Um, 
but for people who have some very severe tears, so we're talking about like villi or the lining in your stomach, if there's very serious damage, that's going to take much longer. Also, there's certain foods that you can eat, like cilantro. Now, you'd have to take in a medicinal amount of cilantro, not just a, you know, a sprinkling on your guacamole, but a, a medicinal amount of cilantro, um, eating that for quite a, quite a while, what that's going to do is actually help to um, mobilize heavy metals stuck in tissues in your body. And then if you take it with chlorella, that chlorella will then bind to those heavy metals and eliminate them through your tissues. So there's lots of different foods that we can use, um, supplements, vitamins, minerals, things like that, that we can use to detoxify our tissues. Okay, because I'm not really sure people really understand what a detox is. I think most people think a detox is just cleaning out your digestive system, which Yes, that's a part of it, and that is good. But detox is where we are extracting heavy metals or toxins from your your organs, your brain and your nervous system and your tissues, your bones, your skin. You're you're extracting it. You're kind of sucking it out like you're sucking poison from a from a snake bite. Okay? Um, so there is hope. There's a lot of hope. Um, also for somebody who has leaky gut or a severely damaged digestive system, uh, a fantastic book, one of my absolute favorite books, so informative, so unbelievably well-written. I mean, this woman is, yeah, she, she's incredible. And her, she has her, her book called gut and psychology syndrome uh, her name is uh, Dr. Campbell McBride, Natasha Campbell McBride. And she has worked with a lot of children, children with behavioral disorders, um, autism, dyslexia, schizophrenia, um, and adults too. And her stance is that these autistic children, and hence a lot of these children with behavioral issues, these can can all be eliminated or very significantly cleared up with addressing their digestive system, with healing their di- their digestive system and getting them the nutrients that they need, okay? Because again, going back to if you have a compromised digestive system and you're eating vegetables and you're taking supplements and you're doing all these things, you're taking them in, that does not mean that they are being digested and that they are being assimilated. And what I mean by that is that does not mean that your cells are actually using them, okay? They could just be getting excreted. So what we'd have to do is we would have to heal your digestive system first. And by way of doing that, as she poses in her book, is eating a lot of food that is going to be very, very easy to digest, but is also going to be chock full of vitamins and minerals and other really good things. So what she likes to use is she, she's very big on animal products. I don't know that I would agree with that hundred percent, but I do wholeheartedly agree with her that bone broth and egg yolks, raw egg yolks are extremely beneficial and I, I agree with just her, her whole basic premise of exposing 
yourself to a lot of really good bacteria, especially somebody who's had lots of bouts with um, antibiotic use. So I highly recommend you read her book. And um, so that's, that's one way to start healing your gut. The bone broth, what the bone broth is going to do is it's going to deliver collagen that it does not have to be digested, basically. Okay, it doesn't have to be broken down. It can be immediately absorbed by the digestive system, and that collagen is going to help repair the stomach lining. And then you're also going to get lots of minerals that come from the bones. So you're going to get your calcium, your magnesium, your sodium, your potassium, uh, sulfur. You're going to get, you know, all of it. The raw egg yolks, same premise where when you eat the raw egg yolk, it's a liquid. You don't have to break it down. So when your body has to try very hard to break something down, that's more energy. That's more stress. Okay, and so for somebody who already has a very stressed system, we don't want to create any more of that. And we want to make getting vitamins and minerals very, very easy. And because raw egg yolks are just chock full of almost almost every single vitamin and mineral that is uh, necessary. So... Um, yeah, that's that's a great way to start healing your gut. And then you can you can also use probiotics, so making your own sauerkraut or fermented vegetables and using that to replace and replenish all of the good bacteria. Um, because think of think of enzymes and bacteria as extra little mouths to help break down foods so that you can absorb them and then assimilate them into your tissues. Okay. So also, um, with like basically in regard to immunity, when we eat something that is processed, okay, we don't get really, we get little to none, no nutritional benefit. Okay. So now what we did was we just put our body under stress, okay, because it's stress, it's work. If your body, if, if your digestive system is working, it is, it is work. It's not rest. So if it's working, it is under stress. And now it didn't get any nutrients, but it got a chock full of garbage. Now this garbage has to be sent to the liver. The liver has to process this stuff. It has to convert substances into something safer so that it can then be eliminated. But if they're not being filtered correctly because the liver is so overloaded with all of the other garbage that you've eaten for the past two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, it's not going to be doing its job correctly. So what it's going to do is it's going to start depositing it in all the tissues that I just mentioned, but especially your fat. So adipose tissue. Okay. Um, the other thing is too, that like I said, when it comes to eating something that is foreign to the body, getting an inflammation response. Now, when you, when you have an inflammation response, there's lots of little cells 
that start running around. They're screaming. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, Katie just ate a bunch of garbage. Like, what are we going to do, you guys? We got to fight these invaders. They're going to come and attack and and then they're going to kill us. And then we're not going to be able to, to fight this cold that's going to come on, right? Um, lots of little cells, lymphocytes, um, which are white blood cells, and the whole little slew that are underneath them. You've got your macrophage cells, which come and eat up the bad things. Um, those are all in your gut. Okay. And if, and if your stomach doesn't have those or you're constantly pounding them with bad food, you're not going to be able to fight the common cold. You're not going to be able to fight coronavirus. You're not going to be able to fight, um, any disease or illness that comes your way. Okay. So you have to understand that Immunity is in your gut and what you eat becomes you and what you eat is going to determine how healthy you are or not, whether it's in the short term or in the long term. So it would be good if you were able to Encourage yourself to, number one, just become more aware of the things that you're eating. Before you eat it, say, I understand the, the consequences of eating this. I'm still going to eat it. Um, but to move into the direction of finding foods, finding comfort foods that are actually good for yourself. Um, if you are the person who does have a severely compromised digestive system, I would recommend seeing a natural health practitioner or a naturopathic doctor or somebody who is not going to throw more medication at you and just make the situation even worse. Um, but somebody who is going to either treat you or coach you or recommend to you um, very healing foods. And... Um, kind of going back quickly to the comfort foods. So I love chocolate. That's kind of my vice. Um, so what I like to do is I like to have certain comfort foods ready um, when I'm happy or when I'm sad or, you know, whatever the occasion may be. And so I have a few things. I've got like a little trail mix that I'll use. I put uh, raw cacao powder and um, some unsweetened coconut flakes with some raw almonds and some organic raisins. So that's kind of a mix that I like. Um, I will also make a chia seed pudding. So I use bananas. I'll blend up the bananas. I will um, I'll put a little bit of water more cacao powder, of course, because I like my chocolate. And then I'll put chia seeds in there. So the chia seeds will soak up the water and it'll make kind of a pudding. So this is something that is better, much better. It's good, wholesome food. Is it sugar? Yeah, the bananas are sugar. They are. Um, but let me let me make something very clear. 
with all of the you know hubbub of sugar is bad sugar is bad sugar is bad okay uh sugar is only bad when that's all you eat okay if that's all you eat if all you're doing is drinking soda and eating processed food because most processed food is just fat and sugar uh yeah, that's bad. That's gonna that's going to get absorbed immediately. That's going to cause an insulin spike, and then over time, you're going to be um, pre predisposed to getting diabetes, um, most likely overweight or uh, have have obesity. But now here's the disclaimer: if Let's say you eat a very nutritious meal of very high quality meat, or if you don't eat meat, you just eat very good vegetables. You have a good, uh, good healthy digestive system, and you decide to have a little bit of honey in your tea after your dinner. Is honey sugar? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but that sugar, that honey, that little bit is going to be mixed in with everything you just ate. Okay, so it's not it's not going to jack up your insulin. Okay, it's going to be absorbed slowly along with everything else. The other thing is that now that people have this sugar is bad thing stuck in their head, now they're going to all of these even worse sugar free sweeteners. Okay, sucralose, xylitol, aspartame. Um, I don't, you know, I don't even know that. I mean, like there's, there's so many of them now, sorbitol, uh, there's just so many of them. And what you're not realizing is that all of these anti-sugar sweeteners are just screwing up your stomach even more. I mean, it really is. It's this stuff is foreign. It's foreign to your body. It was made in a lab. It's not good for you. It's going to screw up your, your digestive gut flora. Okay. Uh, so for example, what's the one xylitol? It's like in Trident gum. I chewed Trident gum for a long time. And I always, I, you know, I started to wise up to it. And I started to notice like, wow, like my breath actually tastes even worse after chewing this gum. And so I, I you know, I was like, okay, maybe I should just not sh- chew gum anymore. So I stopped chewing gum. And then it was a while afterwards where I read that xylitol uh, alters your gut bacteria. So it'll actually kill off good bacteria and help other bad bacteria to thrive. I was like, wow, that makes so much sense because your mouth is the very first step in digestion. Okay. If you have bad breath, something's going on in your stomach. Something's going on in your digestive tract, okay? Because your mouth is an extension of your stomach, okay? Keep that in mind. Because you can also take a look at your tongue. If you have thrush on your tongue, if you have a lot of whiteness on your tongue, that can indicate a candida overgrowth. Now, candida is a yeast that we do need in small amounts, okay? Because the candida yeast will actually break down certain toxins, and prevent them from being absorbed in our digestive uh, tract. However, when it grows too much, 
It causes severe cravings for sweets and processed foods. Um, so if you're the type who has chronic bad breath or you chronic, chronically have like white stuff on your tongue, uh, you, you might have um, candida. There is a very thorough assessment that you can take, which um, I have if you want to know more information about that. Um, to see if you have a candida overgrowth. Uh, but there is also another test, another little test that you can do. And that is, first thing in the morning, don't drink any water, don't put anything in your mouth, nothing. First thing in the morning, work up some spit in your mouth, take a glass, a clear glass cup, fill it with water and spit in it. Wait about 15 minutes and then take a look at it. If you have like these tree roots growing from your spit down into the cup, most likely you have a candida overgrowth. Also, if it looks very cloudy or if there's some sediment at the bottom, that is also an indication of a candida overgrowth. Um, there are, there, there's, there is a, a really good nutritional method to um, decreasing the overgrowth. So again, if you want more information on that, I'd be happy to uh, help you out. So I know that this this podcast uh, turned into well over half an hour, but um, believe it or not, there is still so much. There's just so much that I haven't even covered uh, that's in relation to our gut, our processed food, and just you know everything that we eat and we take in, um, and how to heal that. Because it can be healed, okay? If you got into the situation that you're in, you can get out of it. And don't let anybody ever tell you otherwise, okay? Don't ever, ever, ever let a friend or a family member or a doctor ever tell you you can't get out of the situation that you're in. If you're feeling bad, if you're struggling with a, with a, a sickness or a disease or something like that, never let somebody tell you that you can't at least manage your symptoms, um, or completely be healed. Okay. There's always a way. So, um, I hope that this helped. Like I said, this is, you know, this is not, it doesn't cover everything, but these are just the things that kind of came to my head. So hopefully it makes sense to you. If you have any questions or you would ever like to talk more about it, um, or, you know, you know, you want to know some of the ways to heal your gut or some good foods to eat, or you just need uh, somebody to help help you stay accountable. Um, I am happy to help. You can contact me uh, by email, katie at betterhumansproject.com. You can also go to my website, www.betterhumansproject.com, um, and you can contact me uh, through the website as well. Also, Instagram, Better Humans Project, and you can see some videos on there as well. So, once again, I am Katie Jason, owner of the Better Humans Project. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening.